hey, it's Justin McElroy, your oldest brother, and check the dial, <laughs> the podcast dial. You're listening to the Good Boys Girls. Thereupon, welcome back to the Good Boys Girls, a fan podcast for the McElroy family of products. I'm Haley Rose. I'm Lily Blue, and we are the, the Good, Good Boys, Boys Girls. Girls. Hi, I love you. Hi, I love you. Before I start, I just want to say, um, I, I, I was walking back from my um, my film history class today, and as I was walking, I looked over to my left and I saw a pigeon. Um, just rounding a little concrete column under an overpass. And I stop and I look at the pigeon and I realize my mouth was like open. Um, cause I was, I just walked down like a flight of stairs and I'm overweight and I was walking <laughs> all the way to the, the thing. And so I was breathing heavily <clears throat> and <clears throat> I look over and I see this pigeon and my mouth is open and I, you know, stop and like admire the pigeon for a second and this person walked past me and they go, it's a pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) And I I can only imagine that they were looking at me, mouth agape, staring at this bird on the ground and assumed I had never Never seen seen a a pigeon pigeon before before. in my whole life and was shocked and awed by this creature and (laughs) took it upon themselves to inform me that's a pigeon. Um, so that was my, my, my small childlike wonder moment of the day. Oh my God. Speaking of wonder moments, that's what we're covering. We're, we're covering wonderful today. We are. That's the episode. We've been going down the, the wife podcasts and, um, which is not exactly like the best <laughs> term for them, but it is a good categorization podcasts. of like, yes, the podcasts that the McElroys do with their wives. Um, the, the Mackle Girl podcasts. Yes, the Mackle family. Um, so we have done Sawbones and Schmanners, and so next on the list in order of boy age is, um, uh, of course, Wonderful. So mm-hmm. we are here to talk about that. So Wonderful, baby, mm-hmm. uh, you actually were the one who turned me on to this one. So yeah. why don't you take... Uh, the the reins on this one and give us a give us the lowdown. Sure. So um, I will say that uh, you know we're not supposed to pick favorites because they're all our children. Um, <laughs> but not Griffin. Wait, they're all they're all our children, but Clint is our dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all our brothers. They're all our boys, okay. our sweet sweet boys, and we love them. Um, but wonderful, I think is probably one of my favorite McElroy podcasts. It's just so sweet and good and wholesome. Um, and it actually hasn't always been wonderful. It used to be a podcast called Rose Buddies. It used to be terrible. <laughs> well, no, it actually was genuinely very entertaining before. Mm-hmm. I just like it better mm-hmm. now. Did you ever For listen sure. to Rose Buddies? I, just, I didn't. I was just making a goofus on. Um, oh, oh, The Bachelor sucks, but... 
Well, not that. Just, never, never mind. I'm not funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, before it used to be terrible and now it's wonderful. I get you. I'm sorry. I'm really, yeah, okay. really it's, dumb. It's, it's um, okay. Let's just forget it ever happened. <laughs> no, I don't want to forget because I love you. I love you. Um. So it, it previously was Rose Buddies where they covered um, the Bachelor family of products. So The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. And then like they would branch off in between seasons and do um, like other dating shows that were like really obscure. Um, their favorite one is Terrace House, which they still talk about Terrace House and watch Terrace House, which I've watched it too. And it's really good. I recommend it a lot. Um, okay. It's a it's a Japanese dating show. It's like super fun. Um, so it, uh, September sixth of two thousand seventeen. So not that long ago, um, they released their first episode of Wonderful. And so basically, we'll get into this more in our Rose Buddies episode. But basically, there was some um, not great stuff that happened with The Bachelor, and uh, Griffin mm-hmm. and Rachel both decided, like from a moral standpoint, they weren't comfortable covering that topic anymore. And uh, it didn't bring them joy, and so they wanted to do something else. And so now they make Wonderful. So, which was a direct move because they were covering something that made them happy, and then it stopped making them happy, <laughs> and so they decided to make something specifically about what makes them happy. Absolutely. And so Wonderful, yeah, is just it's just a super wholesome, good show mm-hmm. where Griffin and Rachel get together, <clears throat> and they spend the time just going over stuff that they find wonderful mm-hmm. and um, it has and a, break it up it has 70 episodes mm-hmm. as of when this podcast episode comes out which yeah, is it's still like it's still young which is 8th. nice yeah um so it's it's you know a relatively young podcast in the mackle verse um but it is uh it is very nice i like it a lot and um actually like every time they so i recently found out that my alarm there was a recent google update and they allow you to honestly this could be one of my my wonders but i i'm i'm not <laughs> going to do that but um they recently updated google um and to allow a thing called google routines where as a part of your alarm clock um google like the google assistant will tell you um what you have to do today uh the traffic and estimated time uh for your commute to work or class or wherever you're going um and then uh the weather and then it can either tell you news which i think is a terrible way to wake up um or um it can play an audiobook like it'll pick up where you left off in an audiobook Mm. or it can play a podcast and so i was like oh so i could just because i have a difficult time waking up this is no secret about me. I'm not a very good waker upper. I'm a very good go to sleeper. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm a very bad waker upper. My biggest <laughs> problem is I my biggest problem is not waking up. It's not like I sleep through my alarm clock. What happens is I wake up, turn my alarm clock off, roll over, and I fall back asleep. And, and then the thing, I don't have another Haley, alarm. The thing about Haley uh, is that she has this magic ability where mm-hmm. she can lay still after she's gone to sleep and she's woken mm-hmm. back up she can lay still for like 15 seconds and instantly be asleep again <laughs> and it's really really funny because we'll be like snuggling in bed together and i'll be talking to you we'll be like having a conversation and then we'll stop talking for like 10 seconds and then you're you you start mouth breathing which is what you do when you sleep 
and uh-huh. it's so cute every time i i laugh every single time it's so funny and then every time you laugh i go uh, what? and you go what why are you giggling and i'm like you fell asleep again i go no uh, yes um, so um <laughs> but anyway <laughs> before i got called out like this it's not a call um, out i love it about you I love you. Oh, um, so cute. And I'm very grateful for my ability to go to sleep, even <laughs> though I, because um, I struggle with insomnia. <laughs> I struggled with insomnia for a very long time. Oh, God. Um, and so now being able to just be an old lady and just fall <laughs> asleep at will is really nice. Um, but waking up is difficult for me. And so what I've, what has been helping me recently is, um, I started like watching YouTube videos when I wake up to like stimulate my brain into being awake, which like, you know, high energy let's players are very good for that. But like, it doesn't engage me the way that a podcast does podcast. Podcast. Um, And so uh, when I, I started adding these podcasts in and so every time, you know, a wonderful episode gets released. I, you know, every time I set my alarm, I check what podcasts came out recently and I go through and I set that as my alarm podcast. So my alarm goes off. I hear what is happening today. I hear the weather. I hear my commute and all of it just comes in like blarg, 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 because I'm, I'm still asleep. It's like, good morning, Haley. Your commute is to the moon and you have seven days, four hours and three minutes to get there. And you have to go seven times six is 96 and blarga, blarga, eat breakfast. It's cold outside. And then dun, 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 and then all of a sudden I'm like, huh, what's that? And then Griffin and Rachel come in and like, it's a little troublesome because they're very soothing. Their voices are very soothing in this episode um, or in the show, but <clears throat> it's always, it's a nice way to wake up for me. I'm always excited when it's wonderful that I get to set it as because I just like start latching in. And then that's the way I start my day is just with like positivity and niceness, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a big fan of what they yeah. do. So why don't you tell us a little bit about their format, sweetheart? Yeah, so um, it's super nice because they they open up usually just like chatting a little and uh, mm-hmm. Griffin makes some goofs, which I also want to say um, Rachel is very funny. Um, very funny. She's hilarious. And my one of my favorite things in the whole wide world is like she says something and then Griffin laughs like belly laughs like really it. hard because he it. never laughs on his podcast with his brothers mm-hmm. um but he laughs at his wife all the time it's so great i love it um they're extremely good yeah they're very good together, together. anyway so uh they start off with um something called small wonders which are basically like little things that um, make them happy and that they think are wonderful but like don't necessarily have enough substance to fill out a whole like five to eight minute segment right you know um so like one week just like a little a little warm-up of joy yeah um, yeah and like one week rachel was like uh you know i've been sick lately and so like lemons in my bevs have been making me super happy and that was it like that was her little small wonder um Mm -hmm. and i just think that's really sweet and then um they go back and forth each of them brings two things to the table 
And so uh, usually, you know, they take turns going first. So Rachel will go and Griffin will go and then they'll take an ad break and then uh, Rachel will go again and Griffin will go again. And then at the very end, they read uh, listener submissions, which is really cool. Um, And one of my favorite bits that they do, um, Rachel... Uh, went to school and, and got a degree in English and so she's like super well versed in literature and poetry and so she does Rachel's Poetry Corner where every mm-hmm. once in a while she'll bring in a poem and like it's she's so nice I could listen to her read poetry forever she's her yeah, voice just is as lovely its own podcast yeah like I'd, I would buy <laughs> an audio book yeah I'd yeah. buy an audio book of Rachel McElroy reading poetry like I would I would do that absolutely absolutely <clears throat> and the, the greatest thing is um, Griffin when Griffin is enraptured by it oh he, <laughs> you know what I mean he like, loves her so he, much like he falls silent and just like you can hear him listening yeah you know what I mean yeah like you can just you can feel his eyes just like not breaking yeah. with her and like just how he's just enraptured by how much he loves her. It's yes. really wholesome and sweet and we can't recommend it enough. Just like everything these boys do. Yeah. Um but this is particularly of the like quality. just super nice and lovely. Yeah. Um like a lot of their stuff is like goofy goofy boner jokes, right? But like this one is like a deliberate steer towards like genuine wholesome cuz like, you know, a lot of their stuff has like an undercurrent of that wholesome niceness, but like this one is like pure uncut like good wholesome family values mm-hmm. straight down your throat i love it i love you i love you um so so what do you have to add really quick i want to just like the way this podcast is is like you don't necessarily have to listen to it chronologically you can and you should because like every episode is better than the last um but Two of my favorites I want to pinpoint really quick um, is episode 26, A Stoplight of Eagles. Um, Mm -hmm. And exclusively for... uh, So because they have a small, very small child, they have to record either when he's at daycare or when he's taking a nap. Um, And in this particular episode, they had ordered a pizza before they started recording Mm-hmm. And so the whole episode, the whole first half of the episode, Griffin is like, keeps looking out the window to see when the pizza man's coming because they can't let him ring the doorbell because if he does, he'll wake up the baby. Mm-hmm. And so he's like on the edge of his seat, like looking out the window the whole time. And he's in the middle of his thing where he's talking about um, categorizing birds, like a Congress of Eagles. Mm-hmm. And like, and then all of a sudden he just goes, bye. And he gets up and he runs out the door and you just hear him like falling over himself to get out the door. <laughs> and he comes and sits back down. And he's like, oh, it smells so good. Okay, where was I? <laughs> it's really funny it's a good moment and then um, I, uh, my other favorite one is uh, episode 29 Tito Taylor mm-hmm. um, Rachel is talking about root beer and there's a, a word that I didn't I was not familiar with I think it's pronounced teetotaler yes and she initially pronounces it Tito Taylor. <laughs> and Griffin loses his mind. He's like, oh, did you just say Tito Taylor? 
That's the best thing ever. I love you so much. Can we re- <laughs> renew our vows right now? Can I marry you again right now? Oh my God. My heart just like explodes out of oh, my chest. Leaps from your chest. Oh yeah. my gosh. I love, they're so pure. I love them together. Mm-hmm. Um, a little extra detail I gotta say. Um, their cover art is done by none other Louis than Song. the the boy Louis Zong, um, who is just has the softest and cutest art style ever, and oh it's littered gosh. with wonderful things. It looks like um, a. I always loved it because it looks like a a, a children's book. Um, yeah. And specifically, it reminds me the color scheme and everything reminds me of my favorite children's book growing up mr cookie baker um which is real cute and i recognize that and i am not apologizing for how adorable it is um but mr cookie baker was my favorite book growing up because it looked delicious all the cookies in it and Mm -hmm. um this this cover art just like the colors on it it's all soft yellows and blues and pinks and greens like pastel-y um and it's just so nice and soft and good and i love it um my favorite episode, <clears throat> I have to say, is um, episode 64, 100% Gamer Energy, um, <laughs> just because of the um, the intro, uh, I, I quote it regularly, where you come into Wonderful, and Wonderful usually starts the way that we're doing this right now, like real right. soft, close to the mic, real, because they're usually doing it because they're, um, they're kids in the other room. Yeah, Henry's and sleeping. Yes, and or sick, um, <laughs> poor boy. <laughs> oh my god! And he's so they're trying to keep it down so that Henry can sleep. Um, but this one opens with Griffin going, "Let's fucking burn it down!" Oh, and I'm yeah. like, "What? <laughs> Let's fucking burn, burn it, it down. down!" Like he's doing, he's he's trying to be a hundred percent real pure gamer. Got that and good gamer that was, energy. And it's just it. Like, it was one of the ones I woke up to. It was actually one of the first ones I woke up to during my Google routine. And I wake up, and then all of a sudden I hear, let's fucking burn it down. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? In fact, baby, I think that was in Disney World when we were together. I was going to say, weren't I- we together? Yes, we were together when we when we experienced. Let's fucking burn it down. And, and I was you, like, and you what? woke me up and you were like, "Baby, you have to hear this." And you rewound <laughs> it so that I could listen to it as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was gorgeous. It's a gorgeous moment. It's and then we had wonderful uh, room down. service breakfast. Which and we was delicious. did. I love wonderful Disney. super smoky bacon. Oh God, that was wonderful. Oh, Sorry, that's You're that's wonderful. wonder. You're wonderfuller. Um, well, not fuller, but <laughs> you're so cute. Um, so okay. we now have decided uh, in to... keeping with Good Boys Girls fashion. Yeah, we want to dip into their um, model a little bit and have a little bit of a wonderful episode for ourselves. So um, yeah, an homage. Yeah, a little bit homage. of homage. Mostly just because, like, ever since I. So early on in this podcast, like early on in Wonderful when they started it, like the second or third episode, Griffin makes a comment about how like he wishes somebody else would make Wonderful so that he could listen to it. Um, So here's the one, Griffin. Yeah. And so ever since then, I've always wanted to like make my own version of Wonderful because that's just it's literally just a posy podcast about like talking about things you love. And I love that. So. So here we go. Here we are. Hopefully this is the one. 
that if we get this to Griffin, yeah, um, so that he can listen, then um, he can finally record a bumper for us, Griffin, or uh, or not. He can just be our friend. That would be good too. <laughs> Either a friend or a bumper. <laughs> friend, friend Griffin, or bumper, but you can't have both. <laughs> <laughs> you can have both. You, you just can can't have, have neither. Oh, um, okay. Okay, I got you. So, <laughs> I want to take the reins. Um, okay, sure. Because I know you were still postulating on your small wonder. Yeah, I, I, I think I got it, but wonder. you go first. And my small wonder is one that you're very familiar with, baby. Oh. Um, you're very familiar that this is my small wonder. Okay. Have I ever told you mm-hmm. how much I love water? <laughs> I should have known. So, my small wonder is... The feeling of when you're so thirsty, so thirsty, (laughs) like real, like you just woke up and your bottle was empty. So you have to make the pilgrimage through the desert of your mind into the kitchen (laughs) to find the pure clean water. Because I live in a developed country which has infinite access to clean drinking water. And that that is a large wonder in and of itself. But getting to the kitchen. And having the ice, take the ice, the little ritual of putting ice in my water bottle. And then I go down to the water filter and I pump it out because I'm one of those bougie bitches that doesn't like tap water. And I'm sorry. I know tap tap water is perfectly fine. I want to say tap water is perfectly fine and clean <laughs> unless you're in an area where it's not. Flint still doesn't have clean water. But um, I put the ice in there. I get the filtered water, pump that in there. And then I, that, that first sip turns into just gulping gulp 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 drink 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 and then ah. and what do you say to me every time you have water baby Mm -hmm. have i ever told you how much i love water (laughs) every time every time because (laughs) it's true i've just i'm filled with this feeling of like oh god that's exactly what i wanted and you know what here's the thing i gotta say you know as you know i'm turning into a long wonder well i'll 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 wrap it up with this (laughs) i make no secret that i'm i've uh, a former smoker and i i'm a recovering drug addict and so that's you know as someone who has like I once heard somewhere like only smokers and addicts know what it feels like to have true desire and then have that desire satiated, mm-hmm. which I didn't fully agree with at the time and I still don't. But I think anyone can have that feeling of like, I need something, not want, I need something. Yeah. And then getting it and that full, pure, primal satisfaction of satiating a true need and desire. Um, by being thirsty and then drinking cold, ice cold, pure water and like no flavors, no lemons and all this stuff, like no, nothing schmancy, just water. Love it. (laughs) That's my small wonder. Um, my small wonder is dresses with pockets. (gasps) Dresses with pockets? Or skirts with pockets. Just like. Yeah. Things that have pockets like i i love <laughs> dresses with pockets because their pockets on dresses are normally bigger than like my pants pockets and so then i can like put my phone in my pocket or like gum or like my lipstick 
And it's just like right there in my pocket. And it's secret. They're always secret and you don't know they're there. And it's the most pure thing in the world when you compliment a girl's dress and you're like, I love your dress. And then she's like, thanks. It has pockets every single time, every time <laughs> on, without <clears throat> fail. If you compliment somebody who's wearing a dress with pockets, they're going to tell you it has pockets and you're going to go, oh, that's so cool. Every dress should have pockets. And they're going to go, I know, right? Every time. It's a perfect. It's a perfect, pure interaction. It's, I love dresses with pockets because of what they do for me and also the interactions they create. I just, it's very good. I like them a lot. <laughs> I like you a lot. I like you. You know what else I like? What? Uh, the honey zone. Don't say money. <clears throat> I didn't say money. I said the honey zone. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? I was trying to remember what it was. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. No, the honey zone. Honest. So, yeah, we got to do ad, the ad thing now. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Oh, my God. I'm surrounded by bees and swimming in honey. Oh, no. Um, <clears throat> Welcome to the honey zone. Um, so, <laughs> so all right, we are in the honey zone. So what do we have on the docket today, my darling sweet? Um, I'm going to let we... you take the first one because I, I always fail. That's okay. Um, have we talked about Super Bootleg Podcast 7 yet on here? I was going to talk about Super Bootleg Podcast 7. Okay. Super Bootleg Podcast 7 is a new podcast that we've just added to the network. It's brand spanking new. Did I say spanking? Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> wrong show. Super boot. I know. Super bootleg podcast seven is a podcast by my friend and former roommate, <clears throat> um, Rec D, and he does it with his good friend Moop, and it is about bootleg. Uh, I almost said podcasts. Bootleg video games. Bootleg and podcasts. So, Ooh. Bootleg podcasts. Hold on. I got. A- I got to write a note. <laughs> so bootleg video games are video games that are made you know aftermarket kind of like not um sanctioned or licensed by the original creators and they are very easily seen as ripoffs or as you know um fakes or forgeries um or you know whatever copyright infringement and in a lot of cases they are but the other thing is that they were made and so what recti and moop try to do is catalog and place in historical context um these bootleg games um in such a way that that shows them as works of art that they're valuable that they were made by someone who was just trying to support their family and you know that's that they deserve to be recognized and remembered because even though it's a bootleg, it doesn't mean it's not valuable. And most of the internet, you know, scoffs and laughs and they look at them and they go, haha, it's funny because it's not correct or it's wrong or it's cheaply made or it's, it's an imitation of something else or whatever. But, uh, Recti has always, 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 um, made a point to say like somebody made this and it needs to be remembered because somebody made it. Mm hmm. And he doesn't want anyone to be forgotten. And he's a part of this community of of bootleg collectors that categorize and collect these games so that they can be taken off of hard copy and put onto the internet so that they can be preserved forever as history because they're a part of video game history. And so if you're looking for a fresh new podcast with some awesome, awesome, wonderful hosts, um, then take your 
yourself over to LunarLightStudio.com and look at Super Bootleg Podcast 7 because it is a hoot and a half, really well made, um, great theme song, great art. It's all very good and awesome hosts. And it's a video game podcast that's with a twist. You know what I mean? Like, we only let video game podcasts on this network if they have a twist. So, of course. Um, that's that's Super Bootleg Podcast 7. What else we got, babe? Um, I would like to talk about what you call it. What you call it? Yeah. Um, what you call it is a wonderful uh, conversational podcast hosted by our good friends Britt and Reed. Um, and they are uh, two people who are braving the cold, cold of the Midwest. <laughs> um, God bless them. God bless them. Uh, and they, uh, they're two best friends who are super nerdy and uh, just every other week get together and have a fun conversation that they then record and put on the internet. And it's super... It's always real engaging. Yeah. Is the word I would use. It's funny. Their dynamic is wonderful. It's, It's funny. They're, you know... So and they're great people. I mean, once you get to know them, they are just like. <laughs> At first, they're terrible, but once you get to know <laughs> no, them, <laughs> I just mean like we became fast friends. I mean, uh, Britt and I are yes. already working on another podcast idea together. Um, and they do so much work for the network and and for the website. Oh my and gosh! Like, they're, yeah, they're they're the most fabulous people. In fact, I believe they were the first podcast we added to our network. Um, outside of yes. ourselves, unless that was yeah. Well, and outside of our friend group, because um, yes. Sharky was like a, has been a longtime friend of mine, and so I kind of was like, hey, if you want a place to host your podcast, but no, uh, what you call it? Like pitched themselves to us, and they were like, hey, we want to be part of your network, and we were like, whoa, we didn't expect people to like want to be a part of this, and then we happened so, to meet two super wonderful, talented, hardworking people who like are so generous with their time and energy and anytime I say, hey, I need this thing, they're like, sure, no problem. And they do it and they're just funny and good good podcasters and even better friends. So definitely yes. check out so, what you call it. And I, my favorite bits they do are the Midwestern moms. Oh, so I, I know, good. I know it's like, at, at this point, it's like, you know, they, I also love their diatribes about Winona Earp, and I love just like yeah. the deep dives into their pasts. And no, like no, I love that it's low-key Winona Earp on. fan podcast. Like, I think that's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> but you know, the other thing is like it's so low-key, it's so low stakes. You know, like it's it's very relaxing and like engaging, and like you know, <coughs> even when they have guests on, it's like they're friends. It never yeah. strays beyond the feeling of you're just hanging out. You know what I mean? And you know, and it's similar that. to Wonderful in that way of it just being like super low key and posy and like really nice to listen to. So yeah, yeah. So give it, check it out, lunarlightstudio.com, uh, and check out what you call it, Super Bootleg Podcast Seven, uh, all the other podcasts we have on the network, and uh, yeah, give it a listen. Yeah. So. uh... We're going to do Wonders of the World, Big Wonders. Wonders of the World, the Big Wonders. Um, I went first on the last one, so why don't you well, go first? Oh, I mean, I can. I'm just worried that like we're going to talk about the same thing. Oh, I, I doubt it. You doubt it? I doubt it. Why don't you go first? No, you go first. Okay. All right. So my 
big wonder is the Nintendo Switch. Good. Yes. No, you're not. Uh, we were, we're not. We weren't even on the same level. So okay. go for it. <laughs> um, my big wonder is the Nintendo Switch. Um, and I was gonna. My first instinct was to like. I was gonna talk about my favorite game for the Switch, which is um, Wander Song. Uh huh. Um, but then I realized like it's my favorite game, but it's only like my favorite by a very close margin. I also love Breath of the Wild. I love Smash Ultimate. I love Stardew Valley, which is not Switch exclusive, but you know. Um, and so then I was like, I probably should just talk about the system as a whole because it brings me so much joy. Um, I've never really been a video game person, but like I've always wanted to be like, I've, I've loved, yeah, like I've loved video games from a distance. I watched a lot of Let's 100% Plays um, real gamer in, girl. in high school. Like I always wanted to play video games, but like my parents didn't really like us playing shooters and like a majority of the games for the PlayStation and the Xbox are shooter games, which is totally valid. And so um, we grew up on Nintendo. So we had a Wii and, um, you know, we we would play like Mario Party and Mario Kart. And so like that was really my childhood video game experience. Um, and I had a DS uh, and I had a Game Boy. You know, I, I was always, we were in a, a Nintendo household. So when um, the Switch came out, I remember following it really closely um, and like doing all this research about it. I actually remember when like the very first announcement about it dropped because my siblings saw it before I did. And they messaged me and they were like, you have to see this. It's really cool. And so I watched the direct where they were like going through and talking about like all of the new features and like, you know, really digging into it. And it was revolutionary because, you know, it's a console that's it's a handheld console that you can take with you, but then you also can plug it into the TV and like it's super multiplayer inclusive like it's designed to be played by multiple people you know like mm-hmm. it's <clears throat> right like each joy-con also doubles as an individual controller right um and you know and there's a lot of multiplayer games for the switch and it's just, it's such a perfect little, like, co- like microcosm of joy. Um, and part of what I love about the Switch is that I, I love not just playing it. I love watching other people play it. So, like, the reason I really started thinking about this was today I went to, um, so I'm a music ed major and part of my major is doing field work and, like, going out to schools and like watching music classes get taught. And so um, I, on Thursdays I go to the local high school and I, um, I help out with a a special ed, special needs um, music class. But um, when I get there, it's right at the end of lunch. And so I walked into the orchestra room and uh, there is a big TV in the orchestra room and these kids had hooked up a switch and we're, playing smash ultimate against each other just like during lunch you know and i like will go like to the mall or whatever or like to a park and like see kids playing like 
I don't know. It's just like it's so wholesome and, and like it encourages community and like playing with your friends. I just love it. I think it's it's super wonderful. Um, it's not a perfect console. Like I wish they had in- put a microphone on it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean like, and also like all the stuff they did with Labo, which I haven't had a chance to buy one of the kits yet to play with it. But like the idea of buying cardboard externals that you can like construct and then put your joy cons in and then they work as like a fishing pole or a piano or something like that's so wild and so cool i don't know how like 90 percent of the stuff on the switch works the other thing is that when you look at it most of what's it's so small it's small but like most of what's in the middle like the center part the not joy-con part most of that is screen like if you open up a switch and you look at like the chips and motherboard and stuff inside it's like minuscule amount it's like very right. very small amount of hardware inside it's mostly and just screen it can run skyrim special edition yeah it runs like <laughs> maxed out skyrim it's crazy like i think this is the first console i've ever owned where i can play mario kart and skyrim like i could i could be playing mario kart with friends and then they leave and then i go and play skyrim like that's wild that's crazy um and i love like it the door it's open for indie game developers and like how creative people are with like controls and stuff like breath of the wild is a masterpiece that game i could talk about that game alone forever it's it's incredibly intuitive and uh the music the soundtrack i can't even but no it's just like i will always i will always be a nintendo fan you know and they have had some flops in the past but I I don't know. I just hope they continue doing the Switch for a while. I'm sure they will, but I, I, I'm excited to see what the future holds and what other stuff they they put out because um there is there's rumor going around that there is uh hardware in place in the Switch for a um VR headset compatibility. Ooh. It just needs like a software update. <clears throat> so who knows? We shall see. But anyway, that's my my wonder is the Nintendo Switch. I it's I'm so thankful to have one and it's been such a piece of joy in my life and seeing how much joy it brings to other people really makes me super happy. So yeah, that's my thing. You're wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, baby. You're wonderful. I love you. I love you. So for my wonder, I was too for torn um on a couple of things. Um one was uh, one of the things I was going to do was my cat mm-hmm. Aria um, and she's wonderful and I love her and she's given me companionship living alone she lowers my blood pressure it's nice to have something to be responsible for outside of myself mm-hmm. it's very like spiritually fulfilling to just like love something and have her love me back and want to snuggle and sometimes bite but that's okay because she only has a few teeth so um, that's one thing but um <clears throat> Then I was actually, like, I shit you not, I was going to do vaping um, <laughs> because it allowed me to quit smoking right. um, and is allowing me to move in a direction to wean myself off of nicotine entirely and live a life where I don't have to breathe in chemicals in order to um, survive. Right. 
So, um, you know, as goofy and stupid as vape culture is, you know, it is, it is serving me a function. So that's, I considered that, but I decided against it. I was going to do college and I was going to do another bunch of stuff, but, um, I decided to do my big wonder on something that I always loved, um, always wanted, got and enjoyed, want more of and enjoy when I see other people have it. So that thing is tattoos. Um, so I always loved tattoos, uh, growing up. Um, I, my first like memory of a tattoo was my grandfather had a tattoo. He was in the Navy and he had like Navy buddy tattoos that he got with his like squad. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the terminology is, <laughs> but he, um, Unit, I think probably he, right. His fam squad, um, <laughs> and, uh, in the Marines. And so he always said he regretted it. And my fam, my dad, you know, I came from a kind of conservative family, so they were always like, "Hey, you know, this is the, um, you know, don't get tattoos. That's that's the long and short of it. You're you're going to regret it." Was always the narrative of like, no matter what you get, you'll regret it. And I never fully bought into that. I was like, I don't. If every time you get a tattoo, you regret it, why would people get it? So I always admired tattoos on people. You know, growing up, it was less prevalent than it is now um but it has become a lot more prevalent and i always thought they looked cool and like i i really loved it when people had tattoos that like meant something but what really solidified in my head that i was going to get a tattoo was when i um met uh this woman monica at a camp she was my camp counselor at this uh, diversity camp i went to i later was a counselor at that same camp and she uh, had a lot of tattoos, um, but she had these two tattoos on her chest, and it was an anchor through a glass heart mm. and an anchor through a steel, like, plated, riveted heart. Um, and I was like, what does that mean? And she said, um, it's a symbol for uh, love is what grounds you and what roots you and anchors you down, um, but it is also extremely fragile but it is also extremely strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, whoa, that's crazy awesome. And I love it. Um, and she told me this story about how she got it done at like LA Inc or something or Miami Inc. And um, they screwed it up. And so she wasn't on the TV show because they messed it up. Oh, no. And then she had to go get it fixed. And so when she went to her like normal tattoo artist in Jersey, um, like, you know, small business owner, tattoo owner guy, um, he felt so bad that she had to go under the needle twice that he gave her uh, a couple free tattoos, which were little teardrops on the insides of her index fingers so that she would hold it up to her eyes like she was crying. Um, and it was cute. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah, so I, that was like, I was like, whoa. And then literally at that same camp, I had another counselor that was a big influence on my life named Katie, and she uh, didn't have a lot of tattoos, but I saw her one day... Um, and she was like taking her, her like jacket or like her sweatshirt off mm-hmm. and it did that thing where like your tank top kind of rides up a little bit. And I saw she had this huge Phoenix just all down her ribs. It was a total rib piece. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and I loved it. It was all like black and white and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. 
and like I had friends who were like working on sleeves and this and that right. and like as I got into the um, later into the punk rock scene and the punk community and all that everybody had tattoos everybody worked at a tattoo shop and so eventually you know through that that scene there's this one guy Rob Foschel who who worked at a place called Artisanal Tattoos in Somerville New Jersey um, and y'all should go it's good and um, they I I I scheduled an appointment to get my first tattoos through him and I walked in and I got, um, I, it literally, it's actually very funny and it's a, it's a side note, but I had transitioned between the time that I had last seen Rob Foschel and the time I was getting my tattoo and I, I stopped presenting as my, my former male identity and started presenting as Haley, <clears throat> as Haley and um, I went to the tattoo parlor, I walked in and I saw him behind the desk and you know, that fear moment of like, oh no, is he going to recognize me? What's he going to say? Oh God. And he looked at me and he, he clearly recognized me and I was like, oh God, what's he going to say? And he looked me up and down and he goes, congratulations. What do I call you? Um, which was really sweet. <laughs> and, um, that was when I got my first tattoos, which are the, the F holes. Uh, which are like the sound holes on violins, um, but it's the the one for my guitar um, on my forearms. And I had that, and that was the only tattoos I had for years until recently when I had a job that paid well <laughs> enough that I could fucking afford tattoos because they are expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, the next tattoo I got after that was the Rainbow Bridge cutie mark on my, on my hip, mm-hmm. um, which I got... Um, for an episode of Snub Dub, and also because My Little Pony was like a thing for me at the moment. Not like sorry, God bless. Sorry, you. my allergies um, are so bad today. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it wasn't so much like a fandom thing as much as like, well, go listen to the episode. Yeah, it had it's the My Little Pony episode of Snub Dub. It had some significance to me, and like you know, a comedian I admired d- kind of dreamt it up for me. And the artist we were working with at the time um, drew it for me. And, like, it it, it was of its time. Um, uh, if there is ever going to be a tattoo I regret, it's probably going to be that one. I don't know. <laughs> but I like I it. I haven't yet. I like it. I like it a lot um, and what it represents. So if you want to hear the backstory of that one, you can listen to the My Little Pony episode of Snub Dub. Um, but the next one I got is the first uh, fan tattoo I got. Um which is the adventure zone. I got the Bureau of Balance symbol tattooed on my forearm. Mm-hmm. And then I decided that it looked lonely. And so I was going to turn it into a full sleeve. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so the next piece of that I got were seven red birds tattooed next to it. An owl, a seagull, a duck, a robin, two cardinals, and a finch mm-hmm. uh, for each of the IPRE members. Um, and on the other side, I'm going to get... A, a cherry blossom branch that says you're going to be amazing written out in the branches with the petals falling down, wrapping around, and then the F sound hole um, on my forearm now plays into the whole motif because that represents the violin that Johan plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of draws back into the whole thing. So I'm going to complete that. But tattoos, I've always loved. I love what they represent. I've always, they've always represented more than just what they were but they've always been on people that i admire Mm -hmm. um and 
It also feels real good to get one. <laughs> it's like the best itch you've ever had. Like when you really itch and you can't scratch it and then you finally get like you're on stage, right? And you got an itch on like your hip and you have to like dig in there and you can't. You can't do it on stage. And so you're waiting and you feel it and you're trying to just do your lines and act and do your thing and you get off stage, off backstage and you get that costume open a little bit and you get in there. <laughs> oh. It's yeah. the ultimate theater kid mood. Yeah, that 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 real good itch. Um, it hurts, but it did not hurt as much as I thought it was going to be. People played it up a lot, and it's not comfortable. And, like, if you are very bad with pain, you probably can't. Let's just say if you've never had a vagina carved into your groin, you probably, like, won't experience it as lightly as I did. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I think that... Tattoos are wonderful, and that's my wonder. I think you of the are world. Wonderful. Oh my God! What is it with your voice? It's so cute and sexy. I love it. <laughs> what do you mean? <clears throat> you have like a little raspy, like rainbow dash thing going I'm on. I'm sick. <laughs> so, um, another feature on Wonderful that they do is they have people send in things that they think are yeah. wonderful. Um, what do they call them? Fan wonders? Um, or Twitter wonders? Wonders of Twitter. Twonders. Twonders. Um, uh, no, it's just fan submissions, as far as I know. So, we, if you might have noticed on Twitter, um, asked you all what you thought your, you know, favorite things were, what you thought was wonderful, and we have a lot of submissions, so we're gonna go through them right now, um... Baby, do you want to start yeah. off and we'll just alternate? Sure, we can do that. Um, we have quite a few of these and we were trying to go through and cut them down and pick our favorites, but we couldn't. So we decided to read them all. So um, if you don't care about this part, I'm sorry that you're so sad, but um, you can skip forward if you want. Um, Jeepers. Sorry, that was meaner than I meant it to be. But um, <laughs> so our first one comes from our good boy Ross, who is at Ross Gerson on at Ross underscore Gerson on Twitter. Uh, he did all the art for most of the things that you see on the network. Yes, he did the art for bad advertising. He did the art for good boys, girls. He's a, a very good boy. Um, Ross says that he has a little mason jar full of memories and random trinkets. Some of the things have more meaning than others, but I love them all because they take me back to a specific part of my life. I always look forward to the next time I put something new in it. A few of the things inside are a rock from Denmark, a pretty feather, a Pokemon coin I stole from a crush, <laughs> my favorite marble, and a paper with a stranger's phone number on it that they gave me at Pride. Which I think is very cute. You didn't read the parenthetical. Oh, it was, it was the, the first, first time this has ever, ever happened, happened to me. To me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross, you're the cutest boy in the world. Good boy. Now, my question is, what's a Pokemon coin? I'm sure it's just like a coin with Pikachu's face on it, or it's like a Pokeball I'm, on a coin. I don't, I don't know. I, I that was what stuck out to me from that all. Really, that whole thing. Um, I want to yeah, hear the story the about the rock from like, Denmark, let's... but you know, that's like, that's me. Yeah. Um. We got one from Ronnie at Ron of the Mill uh, on Twitter. Um, super weird. Using the bathroom at work. There's a weird feeling of safety and security I feel as soon as I lock the latch of my favorite bathroom star stall. I get giddy. That's um, so cute. That's like the most that's so, adorable, that's incredibly valid. wholesome thing. That's, in, that's incredibly valid and 
true. Um, work bathrooms I've always found are a lot better than school bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> They're usually cleaner. Well, um, because so, customers are using them, right? So like you, yeah. the, you're required to keep them clean at school. They're kind of just like, mm-hmm. eh. Or even, especially in an office, usually office bathrooms are like, nice. Um, <laughs> so I love a good bathroom. Um, we have one from Laura, who is at Sharky the Dork on Twitter. Um, and she said, a deep personal answer is the tools that humanity has created that let us communicate across huge distances. My life would be different and much empty- emptier if I was never able to make connections with so many wonderful internet people. And her non-deep answer is bunny rabbits. <laughs> Both valid. <laughs> Both entirely incredibly good and very wonderful. Thank you, Laura, for sharing. Uh, we have one from Ari um, or Ari. I'm not sure. Uh, at Dreaming Trees. Trees? Trees. Dreaming Trees? I don't know. T-R-E-E-S-E. Dreaming trees Um Every time I hear the phrase her wife, his husband, or their partner, uh, I'm always filled with so much love. Like it feels safe if that makes like it feels safe if that makes sense. As a young queer person, it gives me hope when I remember people have managed to get through it all and come out all right. <laughs> come out all right. <laughs> um, I I agree. Um, I get the same feeling when someone says uh, my mom's or my dad's. Yeah. Um, that's very good. And I get the feeling when I say my girlfriend. <gasps> I get the feeling when I say I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, we have one from my good friend Hannah, who is at Hannah V. Boyens on Twitter. She said, getting into a TV show, like actually getting into a TV show, it becomes more than background noise and it becomes part of life. And these characters feel like your friends. And you know you're going to miss watching this show for the first time so, so much. Um, her examples are like Steven Universe, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Hannibal. I will also say Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones, yeah. Um, we're both super into that right now. We actually are going to watch the very last episode of season seven tonight. And it's your first time watching that, so uh, I'm very excited for you to see what happens because uh, shit goes down. Well, honestly, um, got- I'm not excited because I'm going to be mad because now I have to wait until April to figure out what happens next. And Welcome to everyone else. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, here's the thing is you only have to wait a couple months. We've all been waiting like a year. Yeah, okay. Um, I've been waiting a year. Everybody else has been waiting like forever. Um, can you imagine the people who've been reading the books since book one um, came out in 1996? Yeah, they're crazy people, but good for them. Um, <laughs> so we have one from Nora June at Terminal 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 Empath. Terminal Empath. I have dyslexia, so it's okay. Twitter handles are the worst because there's no spaces. No, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm happy to help. Terminal empath. Um, uh, excited face. Um, <laughs> something I found super wonderful lately is check-in texts from my mom or friends or anything. Even when I'm doing fine, uh, it bolsters me to know uh, people are thinking about me and wishing the best. Um, That's very sweet. I do love that. Me too. In my... In my uh, advanced age I have come to learn that. Um, <laughs> at, a, at an earlier point in my life when I was doing very bad things with my life and people were like how are you doing I would be like fine and like l- knowing I'm lying I would I would resent them because they would be small reminders about how bad my life is but now that I'm doing well in life when people are like hey what's up how's how's school I'm like oh it's it's going very well and you know a little conversation it's nice 
Um, at a very bad rogue on Twitter says something I find wonderful is watching my child learn and grow. He just turned two and his personality has been really shining through. Whether he's dancing to music, counting his fingers, or trying to do the splits, mm -hmm. his adventurous and loving personality brightens my day. And if you go to Twitter and you look at the thread of our tweets, she included some adorable pictures of her very cute son and he is wonderful. He's the best, most precious muffin in He's the whole world. He's a very good boy. I think um, we wished him happy birthday on an episode. We did wish him a happy birthday on our episode. He's um, a good boy. Uh, one from Ray. Uh, El Ray. El Ray. El, I think 13. it's Ella Ray. Yeah. Ella Ray. He's on our network, and I should know. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one of the things I find wonderful is hearing people talk about their passions. doesn't matter what the topic, um, their demeanor changes and an energy is added to their voice. There's a vulnerability, vulnerability in sharing your interests and it is just wonderful. That's... Vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> um, Felis at Felis Yuri says, one of my favorite things is a cute little podcast called The Good Boys Girls. You may have heard of it. Oh, hey, wait, that's us. Oh, hey. Um, also, Takis hot chili pepper and lime flavor. I've never had hot chili mm. pepper and lime flavor Takis, but I'll have to try them now. I've never had Takis. Aren't they just like um, Cheetos, basically? No, they're like twisted Doritos, from oh, my understanding. okay. They're like corn tortillas, but they're twisted in the shape of like Cheetos. So they're like Cheetos in shape, but... Dorito... Like Fritos or texture. Doritos in huh. texture and flavor. I've heard they're better than Doritos, so. Well, but my first understanding of Takis was at a Six Flags with some friends, mm. and we saw them and we mocked them incessantly because we thought they were just like a, a random splash in the pan product that would disappear overnight. Yeah. Uh, we were wrong. Um, well, the next time we're uh, together Andy, and we have a cheat day, we'll have to get a bag of hot chili pepper and lime flavored Takis. Yes. Um, Andy at Randolph Andrew P. Um, I love porgs. Porgs are my absolute favorite. I love them porgs. God, I love porgs. <laughs> They're so good. Um, porgs are very good. <laughs> um, I love the scene where uh, Chewie is cooking a pork, and then the other porgs show up, and then Chewie's like, now you made it weird. <laughs> Um, um, uh, so our friend Joe, uh, at the Giuseppe said, I think that sitting by the beach is wonderful. I like, it's like, I can feel the tide pulling all of my stress down into the depths and leaving me feeling lighter. Joe, I could not agree more. I love the beach and I miss it and I have to get back soon. Otherwise my scales are going to dry up. Mm, gross. <laughs> um, yes, I'm a mermaid and it's gross. Office. Get over it. Oh, no, she just farted. My cat just farted, and it's one of the worst smells I've ever smelled. Um, oh, good. Um, Calvin at Cal's underscore Calzones. Um, great handle. That's very uh, Something wonderful is the feeling of cooking a meal that you prepared yourself. The great thing is that your, your reward for doing well is the meal itself, and it's a sort of instant gratification. I made a rock and beef stew this week, and I'm so proud. I'm proud of you, I'm too, Calvin. I'm proud of you, Calvin. But my challenge to you um, now is uh, to make a calzone. <laughs> it's going to be tricky, but you can do it. But you know what's worth it. You know what is worth it. Um, 
Hannah right. at Hanthropology, which is another very good handle. Fucking excellent. Uh, says Key Lime Icelandic Provision Skyer, which we had to Google and I found out was a yogurt. Legit, it tastes like key lime pie, but more filling and less unhealthy, and it fills the healthy eating dessert hole like nothing else. When I see it in the grocery store, I get so hyped and I buy all they have. I also love key lime LaCroix and key lime pie, so just key limes, I guess. When I was young, we lived in South Florida, and you could get fresh key limes basically anytime. So that's awesome and wonderful. Very awesome. And I also love key lime flavored yogurts. Yeah, I will have to try um, that. Uh, Rhiannon at Rhiannon Vi, V, V I, um, uh, listening to people gush about the thing they're super interested in as an autistic person, I have my special interest and will talk for hours on end about it unless someone shuts me up. And I really love hearing someone else get that same glow about a thing TM. <laughs> uh, it lets me have a real peek into their head, what they might be thinking about when it's all quiet, when all is quiet, what they end up in the in internet rabbit holes about. And I know how badly I want to gush about my uh, special interest all the time. So it feels good to let somebody else do it without having to worry that they're talking too much. Because even if the subject matter itself doesn't interest me, hearing all the time and passion they've put into learning about it does. Super sweet. Um, I absolutely agree. That's that's very sweet and very true. Um, I I think more people should spend time uh, listening to what other people are interested in, and it's a great way to like get to know people. You know, like yeah. what if you can figure out what somebody's super interested in, or like take the time to to listen. Yeah, you know, it's a great way to make a friend. Oh, absolutely. Um. Especially if, okay. like, whatever they're interested in is similar to what you're interested in. That's mm -hmm. the good stuff. Um, or the, it's even better when, like, your so your special interest is something they've never heard of before, so then you can just go off about it. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, Melissa at Melissa Meliza 333. Melissa Meliza. Meliza. Uh, I just moved home to live with my best friend, her husband, and their one-year-old. It's wonderful living in the same state as my bestie for the first time in 12 years and to get to see my nephew learn and grow in person rather than through FaceTime. That's amazing. Oh, Melissa, I'm so mm. happy for you. That's like, ugh, that fills me with so much joy. I'm going to oh, cry. That's so good. 12 that's years. Amazing. That is a long time. Yeah, my best friend lives oh. all the way on the other side of the country, so like, I totally get the feeling of like finally being able to be with the people you love again that's so nice oh my goodness um <laughs> at bitch mcnuggets <laughs> i was hoping <clears throat> you would get to read that handle because it's really good at bitch mcnuggets uh things with a uh, reversible sequence so that you can get two designs in one thing i think that's wonderful i think that's, I think wonderful. that's wonderful too I want um, one of those there are moments where it's black and then you flip it over and it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> um, I have to say, as someone with like mild tryptophobia, some of them can can really get me uh, get my dander up. Mm. But for the most part, like I'm even able to push through that and like just like enjoy the tactile sensation of. Yeah. Um, stroking it. It's a very nice, very relaxing kind of a thing. Like that's that's how wonderful they are. <clears throat> Macy at Irish in Jakari on Twitter 
said, something I find wonderful is when I listen to the wonderful podcast and they bring up something else that I'm into. Two special interests in one, baby. For example, when Griff brought up uh, Junji Ito or Defunct Land. I think that's cool. Yes. I, lo- I mean, we're talking about wonderful, so we might as well talk about how wonderful wonderful is. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, it's like Buffalo. Um, yeah. Sammy at Popples. Um uh cats chocolate at snaps cubes really small dog oh my god penny's dog um, is so small have you seen her dog <laughs> i haven't he's so um, small to... it's like crazy i don't know how he exists <laughs> anyway it's like that little chocolate dog that brad found in the jungle yes it's so um, but he's like three years old so he's like a full-grown dog and he's just like so small oh wow okay um <laughs> sorry uh, finding free stuff on the ground at theme parks, weird flavor- flavored cereal that they only have for a limited time, and then it goes on major sale because no one bought it, so you could buy it real cheap. <laughs> also, the day after Christmas, we found our lost ca- our lost cat Batman, who's been missing for exactly one month, and now he's home safe. I'm so glad. I was worried. Yay! I'm glad you found Batman. That's like really important. Um. Yeah. All right, Steven uh, at GoopDo3 says, I love my plushies. They're my babies. Elephants also make me happy. Elephants make me happy too, Steven. I have a big, giant elephant plushie. Uh, and they might be giants, Vocaloid, and my favorite cartoons like Steven Universe, Little Witch Academia, and Craig of the Creek. Little Witch Academia, that's... Um, Sandy. Sandy! At uh, <laughs> a Sandy Graves. Um... I love free editing apps. The ability to make simple edits or add a joke, uh, add to a joke. Make the ability to make simple edits to add to a joke online releases dopamine more than most things. I agree. Um, yes, absolutely. More editing software should be available to people. I agree. Just in general, to increase creativity. Let's make um, more memes. <laughs> more memes. Memes is art. More um, memes. More memes. Anyway, um, Megan at Megstablook, uh with two zeros instead of O's. Uh, my wonderful thing is the Lunar Light community. Thank you, Megan. We love you too. Thank you. We're so glad to have you. <coughs> and we're so glad for the community that's been that's been developing around Lunar Light oh, Studio. It's so we're wonderful. really, really grateful that this has been um, growing as much as it has. So... We're very grateful for that. Um, Anne at No Plan Anne. It may be cliche, but pets are wonderful. After keeping a petless household for seven years, we brought home a shelter pup this week. She is wonderful and sweet. Sweet. Oh, yes. Puppies are good. And I'm so glad that you went to a shelter. Please, everyone. There are so many animals that need homes. Don't use breeders. Um... There are so many animals that need homes and forever homes. And if you can find it in your heart to adopt older pets, um, they need somewhere to spend, you know, the their, the remainder of their years that it will love them and, and treat them soft and For kind sure. and nice. Absolutely. All right. Um, I lost my spot. Oh, there we are. Uh, at Bell Krebs said, something wonderful is when my baby brother makes sure to give me a hug and say I love you before I go to work. That's really cute. (laughs) I always wished I had a little brother or sister. I was the little sister, so. I have two Um, little siblings, and they are 
great. <laughs> no, they're they're wonderful. I love them. I love, I love you. you. Um, uh, Sarah at Conscious Deer eighty eight. Um, one of my favorite wonderful things lately uh, are used book sales. Not only when I, uh, not only do I get to help an area organization or library with their fundraising, but it's awesome getting to skim through tables of old books to find some literary treasures. I love Ugh, that. I can't, I love it too. Some of my favorite things. Another wonderful thing, a small wonder on, you know, piggybacking on this is uh, walking around New York City. Sometimes you can find outside of bookstores just boxes of books I love that, that are left out like for trash. And um, you can just rifle through. Them. Fantastic. They put them out right after they put them right out after right after. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Sorry. They put them out right after um, trash day. So they're out for like a whole week so that people can just rifle through and take them before they get thrown away. I love that. Um, which is very nice. I got a couple of real bad, cheesy romantic novels that way. <laughs> um, I think one of them was called uh, um, The Big Texas Farmhand or something <laughs> like that. Oh, it was very, very good. Um, okay. All right. I'm going to skip down and read this one because this is my very good friend. Um, mm-hmm. So my very good friend, Fuliao, who is um, at Lady Lycosidae on Twitter which is, a, I think, a spider thing. She's a spider girl. Uh-huh. Uh, she okay. says, small talk, small talk. The words you're saying may be dumb and empty on the surface, but really you're both saying, hey, we're both humans trying our best. We don't have to be scared of each other. We can be chill and make each other smile, even though we'll probably never meet again. Oh, that's cute. It's really wholesome. That's a cute perspective on small talk. Yeah. Um. I, I love that. I think that's really wholesome. And that's genuinely like changing my attitude towards small yeah. talk because I've always been like, small talk's nothing. I want to have more substantial conversations. But like, yeah, I think like it is just having saying small like, talk with like people you know is like people you're good. Like we don't do small talk, not really. We have conversations, but right. like having small talk with strangers is like super nice because again, like you're probably never gonna meet them again. You know, and you don't know what they've been through that day. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they are lonely and, like, you might be the only person they've, like, talked to that morning. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I just think that's a super nice perspective on on uh, human interaction. I do, too. Um, and finally, from Maxwell at Gay Nerd 01. Um, my wonderful thing is honestly my nephew. He's adorable and a crazy mess, and he's just wonderful, honestly. And I love watching him grow and start to do things himself and learning things. And that's incredibly. And Maxwell and also included a very good picture of of their nephew. Um, he is <laughs> so freaking cute. Um, um, so you can check out that thread on Twitter to get those yes. those details. Um, I'll have Haley put um, a link in the description. I wanted to say a quick uh, closing couple of wonderful things since we're riding this. Sure. Um, this little wave we've got going here. Uh, one is um, I just had my first interaction with like my neighbors the other night. Yeah. Um, it was just before the Super Bowl and he was taking the trash out and I was walking in after school and we walked by each other in the hallway and he just like... You know, we recognized each other because we've interacted a couple times before, like, you know, in passing. Um, and he was like, hey, you excited for the Super Bowl? And I was like, oh, man, I'm locking myself down. I'm trying to stay out of the city. And he was like, hey, you know, hell yeah. Um, 
what what team are you pulling for? And I was like, whoever's not the Patriots. And he was like, that's my girl. And I was like, yeah. Um, It was just, it was just a cute, wholesome little moment um, of like just two people living in the same zone, just being friendly with each other. And I I thought that was nice. The same zone. You know, I will say Um, um, while we're writing this, wave of positive things my last little like positive thing is uh i recently joined an organization called um sigma alpha iota well not Mm -hmm. joined i rejoined so sigma alpha iota is a a business fraternity for women in music and um i became a member in my freshman year of college and but my my group at my former university was super small i mean there were like 12 of us and we didn't meet and they didn't do things very officially or like very well Uh, it wasn't it wasn't super organized and like we weren't allowed to do a whole lot because the deans didn't trust us and so it wasn't very fun and so when I switched schools I found out that they had SAI here and that it was like a lot bigger and the chapter was a lot more involved and stuff on campus so I asked if I could become a member and so they affiliated me back in early January and like held a whole ceremony for me like just for me and it was super intimate and beautiful and nice and like made me feel so special and now I have like 60 new friends who are all just these super powerful confident independent women who love music and like I and then one of the girls and I we've literally hung out three times and we already love each other so much we're trying to find a place to live together next year like it's just super nice to have a group of friends after not having friends for such a long time. So that's been, it is that's nice. been my little like wonderful thing over the last couple of weeks. Um, do you want to do a quick rapid fire round for people to reach out to us on Twitter for more clarification of just random wonderful things that come to our head? Um, sure. We can do a quick rapid fire, just things with okay. no, no explanation. Yeah. And if they want to know the explanation, they should reach out. Okay, to sure. Okay. Um, Tree Tavern Pizza. Oh, fuck. Um, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Um, uh, my friend, uh, Chris's tattoo and her baby. Space. 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 Georgia Aquarium. Oh, yes. Oh, um, uh, my essential oil diffuser. Mmm, good stuff. Um, Dippin' Dots. Oh, shit. Uh, chamomile lavender tea. Hell, yes. Turkey bacon. Disney World. Um, okay. Let's say the same thing on three. Wait, Ready? I, mm, Okay. You're on the wavelength with me. Think about it. Dippin' Dots, Disney World. Get there with me. You with me? Oh, I don't know that I am. Come on, baby. I know you're with me. (laughs) Okay, baby, on three. Okay. One, two, three. Citrus Citrus Swirl. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have to stop and Google that at all. Um, So... uh, Um, no, I editing editing. Um, I I love the citrus swirl. It's so good. 
I love oh New Year's fireworks oh. by by Gaston's over the Magic Kingdom castle over the Cinderella castle with <gasps> you in my arms Kylo Ren Kylo Ren that little girl we met <gasps> the little princess we met and we jumped over puddles she with oh yes we jumped over a puddle of spilled <laughs> beer <laughs> oh she was so cute she was so so cute oh my gosh. um yeah, stormtroopers. Oh, the stormtroopers and Chewie. Although that made you sad. Chewie. That did make me sad because I I didn't take my Mandalorian hat off. <gasps> Mandalorian Christmas Bell. Christmas Bell. Christmas Bell. Our whole trip to Disney. Just everything about Disney was so good. Um. Yeah. Snuggling. My good friends on the internet. Snuggling. Snuggling. My internet friends. Lunar light people. Yes. All that good stuff. Podcasts. Podcasts. The McElroy the McElroys. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Love you. D and D. Dungeons and Dragons. Role playing games. Um New York Pride. Lore Deep Dives. Learning a new instrument. Um Soundproofing foam. Um, oh, fresh sheets. New car. Mm. <laughs> Bubble baths. Bubble baths. Bubble baths with candles and a cup of tea. Oh my God. And a podcast. <laughs> and podcast. No, audiobook. I'm a, I'm a podcast person. You know me. I don't really like audiobooks. Oh, I love an audiobook. I know. Um, Diet Coke. <laughs> Oh, Coke Zero. Actually, you What's know wrong what? You? you know what? Fuck both of those. A crisp, cool, refreshing can of Coca-Cola Classic. I don't like Coke Classic anymore, but... Uh, Fucking... I like I like the Mexican Coke, though, with the real cane sugar in the bottle. Yeah. That's good. Um, uh, Z- Bagels. Zevia. My best friend, Zevia, saved my life. Bagels. Oh my god, my Instant Pot is like the best thing that's happened to me all year. <laughs> Bagels. Bagels. Can you tell we're on a low-carb diet? Mm, bagels. Right. Since we're in a loop of bagels, we probably should close out now. Um, thank, bagels. thank you all so much for listening to the Good Boys Girls. Um, you can find us on Bagels. Twitter. At Good Boys Girls TM, or you can find Lunar Light Studio on Twitter at Lunar Light HQ. Bagels. You can find Haley on Twitter at Bagels. At the Bagel Store. <laughs> uh, Haley is at Hey Stews. And uh, I oh, am bagels. at Blue Space Queen. <laughs> I, uh, uh, the other thing. Oh. And everything bagel with vegetable cream cheese. Uh, please support uh. us on Patreon if you like what you hear. Um, hopefully bagels. we will have some, uh, uh, <laughs> some bonus content out soon of like oh. bloopers and behind the scenes stuff and maybe like a bonus episode that not everybody else gets to hear, which is fun. Bagels. And, um, if you donate for $10 a month, you can catch a monthly live stream where we like last, last, uh, month at the beginning of February, we did a smash tournament. 
bagels. Um, and so you can get access to the archives of that and also access to the next one, which is going to be a uh, tabletop RPG in March, which is super exciting. So um, please consider donating to our Patreon. It helps us a lot. And um, the money you invest in us gets split between all of your favorite podcasts on the network. So that's super rad and great. Um, oh, also, the other thing I wanted to mention, just a little plug um, for the McElroys, is um, there is a company, an Etsy company called Wick Habit, W-I-C-K space H-A-B-I-T. It is a um, candle company on Etsy out of Austin, Texas, and they made a soy wax candle that is titled Rachel's Poetry Corner. Um, And it smells like tea and honeysuckle and leather and like just a whole lot of really nice stuff. Um, And so the money they are earning from that candle is donating. They're donating it to a charity called Book Spring in Austin, Texas. And basically it is a charity that um, gets books to kids in central Texas who don't have books. Um, and Rachel McElroy has promised that whatever uh, the company earns from donations, she's going to match it. So um, you have until March 15th to go out there and buy that candle and donate as much money as you can so that kids in need can get some books, which is really awesome. Can you hear my cat? No. She was purring into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I can't hear her, but... Bagels! Oh my gosh, that was really loud. Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us so much, and we love reading them. Oh, speaking of which, do we have any new ones? I don't even know. I haven't looked. Bagels! You know that it's not feeling. my name. My name is... When you unwrap the bagel from the wax, like the Logan wrap. No. Oh, the crinkles. Oh, the ASMR crinkles. And the seeds... Just go get yourself a bagel. They fall down onto the paper. You have been doing nothing but talking about bagels. The the schmear is dripping off the sides and you give it a little lick just so that it's all flush along the edge. And you you bring it up. You take that first bite and the... Oh, and so satisfying in your teeth and your cream cheese and oh boy howdy uh we have one new review from aaron cerise in canada thank you aaron so much for your review we really appreciate you for listening to our show and supporting us um thank you thank you bagels uh bagels anyway we are <laughs> gonna go now I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. Oh, we're going to watch Game Bagels? of Thrones. Bagels? And I'm going to flush my nose out because it feels gross and I'm sick and dying. You know what? Bagels! You know what the ultimate, you know what the ultimate tragedy what? of this is? I hate to end on a downer, but I'll, I'll, I'll swing it back around. I promise. <laughs> okay. Um, is I'm living in Georgia right now. Mm. And so there's no good bagels. Uh, but... There is a good pizza place. Anyway, thank you all for listening. And as always, as we always say at the end of these episodes, take a hammer and fix the podcast. Take a hammer and fix the podcast. Take a hammer and fix the podcast. Oh my God, you just made my headphones throw up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Inner Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. 